media is full of catchy ads intended to get you to click here to learn more. Today we'll decode what these ads mean and I'll share some tips on how to ensure you're receiving accurate information so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. To the Rena Bullisher, my name is Alexis Miller, NMLS 1896104. Tonight's episode is titled Moving On Up, Decoding Marketing Lingo. Now, this is important because you will see tons of marketing material, especially because rates are up. You'll see tons of marketing material that'll say a lot of things. And I want to make sure that you're clear on exactly what it means because the guidelines don't change just because interest rates are up. Meaning Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are still going to hold us to the same guidelines regardless of what's happening with the market. So marketers are having to be a lot more savvier to entice people to click on their ads. And I want to make sure that I break it down to bare bones so that you're making an educated decision. start with 100% financing and I encourage you to stay towards the end of this podcast episode because I'm going to be showing exactly where you should be looking on these ads to make sure that you see the um, loan assumptions and the terms to make sure that these meet your criteria or that you meet the criteria for whatever is being offered to you through these ads. So definitely stay to the end but 100% financing a couple of things are in play here. So it could be that you are actually going to be using a product that is 100% financing. So VA and USDA, and I'm going to put an asterisk by USDA because there are some new, there's some nuance, <laughs> if you will, around um, being able to do 100% financing with USDA, but um, those are 100% financed loans. Or the other thing that can be put in play here is that the lender, the builder, the seller could be paying 100% of the closing costs, including your down payment. Um, I'm going to get into the percentages that these entities are allowed to contribute in um, another segment here in a few minutes. But yes, that is possibly what is in play that either you're locked into a VA or a USDA loan, which is 100% financing, or somebody is paying those costs for you. But it doesn't change. For VA, sorry, excuse me, for FHA and conventional, you absolutely are still required to pay the three to three and a half percent down payment. It's just a matter of who's paying for it. Um, and that's how it is uh, being marketed right now is, is 100% financing. advertisement is no PMI. No PMI means no private mortgage insurance. Remember, under standard standard traditional guidelines, 20% down means no PMI naturally, but if you are putting less than 20% down, it's assumed that you will have PMI or MIP. Okay? So when you see an advertisement, no PMI, a couple of things are in play here. Either the lender is paying 
the mortgage insurance. It's called LPMI, Lender Paid Mortgage Insurance. Um, again, it could also be that the builder or seller are paying it because you can pay your mortgage insurance upfront, especially with conventional. Um, so they may have received a quote and that quote tells them how much that amount is going to be for you over the 30 years and then they'll pay that. Or they're doing what's called a piggyback loan, which means that your loan is approved not only with one lien, but it's actually approved with two liens because that second lien is that mortgage insurance. Um, and then your lender will discuss whether it's all incorporated in one payment or whether you're making two payments. But the piggyback option, <laughs> um, you just want to be um, aware that that may or may not have an aspect of interest assessed to it. So you just want to make sure that you're speaking with your lender on that um, and understand what the terms are around that. But yep, the PMI doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so Fannie Mae and uh, Freddie Mac, they still want to make sure that your loan is insured against default. Um, it's just a savvier way for uh, marketers to entice. Tonight's state shout out includes the region of the Southeast, including Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Northeast and Southeast Texas, including Houston, Texas, my city, all areas I currently lend in. Real estate is so much more than buying and selling. It's about building trusted and valuable relationships. The transition from renting to purchasing a home requires communication, attention to detail, honesty, passion, and transparency to guide clients into making an informed decision, all of which make your experience so much more memorable. I'm Kamoya Kofi, Realtor with AZ House Treasure, Realty One Group Goodyear. Let's find your house treasure. Website, www.azhousetreasure.com. Remember to smile. right back into this with seller paid closing costs so let me just preface this by saying that this there's nothing nefarious going on here and more than likely there's nothing nefarious going on with any of these but I just want to make sure that you're as educated as possible on this now what's happening is we are in a shifting market and obviously economically we are dealing with a tightening on a lot of people's budgets so sellers are seeing their homes sit a little bit longer so they're a lot more motivated which means that they're gonna negotiate a lot more probably more than they did two years ago <laughs> so what they're going to do in a lot of cases is uh, marketers that is is going to advertise that the seller is willing to pay closing costs the seller is willing to buy down interest rate this is all the seller what they're doing really is kind of trying to mitigate loss on their side. Um, so instead of dropping the price a lot of times on their home, what they'll do is they'll take that money and they'll put it towards your closing costs. Um, so it doesn't hurt as much for them, <laughs> but it also helps you get into their home so that their home is not sitting because a lot of times, especially if they own a couple of properties, they're having to pay the mortgage on that property if it's not free and clear so again they're going to be a lot more 
inclined to negotiate a lot more inclined to pay those seller pay costs but again you just want to look at what the terms of that are and work with your real estate agent i know with lenders we're doing a lot of like two one buy downs and stuff like that which does involve the seller so you just want to make sure that you have a good lending and real estate partner so that we can make sure that we're negotiating the terms on your end and it works for you and the seller And I just wanted to add, as I mentioned, I would, that the seller can contribute up to a certain percentage based on the loan product. So for certain loan products, it could be up to 3%, and for others, it could be up to 6%. You just want to ask your lender. Alrighty, so we're going to keep it going with rent is 100% interest. <laughs> So this one, I haven't seen it so much in print as I've seen it just with real estate agents um, doing like a lot of reels and TikToks stating that. And it is true. Um, I would say that you just need to understand that when you are paying rent, none of that is going towards or contributing towards you. you. You're not investing in you. Now. I'm always kind of playing devil's advocate. I mean, really, it is because <laughs> it's giving you a place to stay now. Um, and obviously, you could stay in an, a place where, um, you know, your budget allows you to save so that you can put money down towards your, your home purchase. Also, you can report your rent payments. So in a way, even though you are paying interest or you're paying somebody's mortgage, there is ways that rent can help you towards your purchase of the home. So credit wise, you can report your rent. Um, and then, like I said, you know, if you're downsizing or you're considering renting before you go into a home, maybe rent a property that isn't so tight on your budget to where you can do the 532 method and contribute money towards your savings so that you can eventually get into a home. And we'll get into our last points here in just a moment, but I want to make sure that you're following me on Instagram at the rent abolisher. Again, that is at the rent abolisher. There you'll find content including helpful reels that'll guide you along your home buying journey. Try before you buy. <laughs> So I laugh because what is this like used car sales? But yes, you will see a lot of advertisements that mention that you can try a home before you buy in. And really what this is, is lease purchase or rent to own. Now how these companies work is they actually purchase the property cash. And then what happens is you pay them rent monthly and a portion of that rent goes towards like saving up for your down payment. Um, and then obviously the other portion is going towards paying 
them. And then once you get to a certain point, you'll be able to purchase the home from them. Uh, But the idea of that advertisement is you are trying the home. You are seeing if the home, the area, the schools work for you before you actually commit to buying. And with some of those companies, you don't actually have to purchase the home. Now, there's some rules and guidelines that are specific to those particular companies, but you'll want to look into that. But that is what try before you buy means. (laughs) And lastly, as promised, how you can look for the terms for these particular programs. Now, if a lender is posting rates or this type of information, you want to look for what's called the loan assumptions. We are governed um, by a federal entity, which requires us to make sure that we put what's called loan assumptions at the bottom of each of our advertisements. And it'll actually show what we're basing our information on as far as credit. It'll show terms. It'll show things like whether the loan is fixed. It's a whole bunch of jargon, but you really need to pay attention to it because you may not fit in that criteria, which means that once you get a hold of the lender, it may be a totally different story. And it's not bait and switch, um, but (laughs) um, that those assumptions are there to ensure that you're educated enough to know, okay, wait, I don't have a 720 credit score. I'm not looking to do a conventional loan at 3% down. So you just want to make sure that when you uh, click on these advertisements and you put your information in that you have your line of questioning available for the lender so that they can answer those questions for you. And then just know that anything that you click on online is always going to be kind of based on approved credit or based on your specific situation. It's not necessarily going to align with the scenario that they are advertising. Uh, Same goes for any of this. There's always terms on the bottom of the advertisement that you'll want to read that very small (laughs) writing. (laughs) Um, And just make sure that you are reading it. And then again, form your line of question based on the terms that are on the bottom of that advertisement when you're speaking to a real estate agent, when you're speaking with a lender so that you can be most informed and most educated about your decision. is it for tonight's episode of the run abolisher thank you so much for your support your support has given me the opportunity to reach people that i may not have reached otherwise so i want to take a moment to appreciate you thank you thank you for sharing thank you for supporting thank you for passing the word on to your first time home buyers um it i'm overwhelmed so thank you so so very much Uh, Again, my name is Alexis Miller, NMLS 189-6104, and I'll see you in the next one.